Hello, I'm Joelle McNeely, and this is Grounds. Why is it that we wait for others to give us what we need? It is such a curious thing that we do. We give our power away. We often don't even describe or express what we need. And yet there's an underlying expectation that others, other people, the external, a situation, an event, that something outside of ourselves is going to fulfill these mysterious, silent needs that we carry around inside of ourselves. And that expectations are created without maybe even being created consciously that have us either getting really angry because we're making judgments on another person's capacity to be able to fulfill our silent need. Or perhaps it's an expressed need, yet we still expect it to be fulfilled outside of ourselves. And I find it, it's such a curious thing that we do. And I'm not excluded from this. It's an exploration that I find fascinating, that somewhere inside of ourselves, we give that power away. And we sign that power and those expectations that are created from giving that away to specific people in our lives. Often the ones that we love the most, but not exclusively. It can be a boss, colleague as well. It can be a neighbor or people in general and what we moralistically expect people to live up to in our filter of the world, our map of the world. So what is that dynamic? And it happens so frequently that what I invite you to do, and it's something I still work on as well, what I invite you to do is to look inside of yourself and observe where you're giving this power away and what your needs actually are. And the best way of doing this is to look at where you're getting triggered in your life. So when we have anger, it's often because we are offloading or, or creating these judgments about what is right or wrong, good or bad, yes or no, and externalize that and place them on top of someone else or an external situation. We place it on the external. And when it doesn't go according to whatever our own measurement is inside, our own value system, our own yes and no internally, then a boundary is crossed. And instead of taking this information as the beautiful feedback that we need to be able to 
really respond to our inner needs, because it is such valuable impact, then we get angry and we project it outside of ourselves as well. And in that vicious circle of first giving our power away for our needs, and then it doesn't get met, our need doesn't get met, and we may not even know our need, and instead of going inwards and investigating that, then we get angry, and we get angry outside of ourselves as well. And we project that outwards as well. And so it's pulling all of that back. And it can be also a very beautiful thing to look at shame and guilt and depression as well, because those are the same kind of judgments, these moralistic judgments, but we we place them on ourselves then. And when we don't live up to this imagined or created system or or rules or structure or or the yeses and nos that we believe that we should be instead of you know this image of ourselves instead of being who we are then shame or guilt or depression starts coming because we're not actually allowing our 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 embodied experience of the moment we're not allowing ourselves to be and so that anger Instead of being anger external, it becomes shame or guilt or depression or anger towards ourselves as well. And so if we look at where we're starting to feel those emotions, the emotions that we label as negative often, if we drop that label and look at what these emotions are when they're occurring in our lives, when do they arise? And that we take pause to look at, are we speaking our actual truth? Are we being our actual truth? Now, if we start with the first example of when we give it away and look outside of ourselves and get angry at certain moments or sad and hurt and we shut down, because it could be that you're not allowing yourself to feel angry, but that you shut down and go into hurt and blame and sadness projected outwards, that this person or this situation is doing that to me. Those are the moments that are an invitation to observe, have you spoken your actual truth in the moment? Have you expressed what you actually needed in the moment? It could be that you're judging your own need and that you dismiss yourself and that you get hooked on this external pattern. Are you expressing your actual truth? Instead of responding and reacting immediately to someone else's reaction to what you have offered. So you might be, are you speaking your truth or are you speaking something that is loaded? Are you saying something that is loaded with a lot of emotion that you have not expressed? And then when it lands on the ears or in the being of someone else, that they may not be in that same emotional state as you. And when they receive that information, that loaded information, that they respond from a space, a state of being that may trigger you because it's not what you're feeling and you haven't actually expressed your needs. So 
they have no chance of actually being able to respond to your truth. They're responding from their own truth. And that could trigger an emotional response inside of you that you then project outside of yourselves onto that person. And then it flows back and forth. And then they may get react and respond to your emotional reaction towards them. And all the while you're both not getting what you need out of a situation, you are not getting what you need because it hasn't been expressed. And so when you look at those examples, what did you actually need? Ha reflect, have a think back and look at a moment when you were triggered into hurt or sadness or, sh or shame or or blame, or anger, and were you speaking your actual truth? Now I'm going to color it in with an example. I had a client in the last few weeks that had a dynamic with her partner, and it was something, you know, very, very trivial as a basis for what was actually going on in a dynamic underneath. So she was being affected by something that happened on the news and she got very emotional about it. And her emotional was also present because of a lot of other personal events that were happening in her life and her journey of motherhood. And her partner was in a different space at that moment. And she read this news article and shared her feelings about it in that moment, but without really stating how it really made her feel deep down. So she was talking about the topic and the absurdity of the topic and the sadness of the topic, but not that it was really emotionally affecting her. And that her partner was not in the same emotional state and saw the absurdity of it and responded from his own state without being emotionally affected or, or in emotionally engaged at that time in the same way. And this caused her to hurt because she wasn't feeling seen. And actually, instead of just sharing the article, she needed to have some kind of comfort in that moment for her emotional response to that. And instead of asking for that, she just shared it. And it didn't have, or she didn't get the result or the response that she had desired because she hadn't stated what she actually needed, her actual truth in the moment. And we all do that. We all silently have these, these understandings that, you know, if in a political situation, there's a lot of hurt and it can, can really touch your, your human soul and trigger a lot of emotion. And if someone's not in exactly the st same state and they respond elsewhere, then it has us not feeling completely received. And that is also because we're not showing our full self to be fully received. So if we don't show those parts and step into our vulnerability, then we can't expect that somebody will automatically pick up on all of the loaded emotional signals and state of being that you're in and respond accurately to your truth because you're not being your whole truth. And then what happens, you get into a certain 
emotional reaction, you offer your response back to the lack of being received. And then they feel an added extra layer of emotion added to that next part. And that can trigger back and forth and move very much away from the source of the issue. It could be, I just need a hug. I read this article. It made me very sad. I need a hug. And that that could have been the end of it instead of it escalating and that your partner is also getting hurt because they feel they're being attacked about being a certain way or not being enough or not doing enough or not feeling the same way. All of the things that can be, you know, elicited out of them based on your emotional response in that dialogue. And essentially, you're not getting what you need out of that dynamic. So how do you pull it back? Start observing where you are not being and sharing your invulnerability, your own truth. How would your world of communication change, especially with your closest people, if you started really exploring your needs and speaking them aloud? So when you feel that pang of emotion and you want to share it, are you really asking for what you need? Is it clear? Or is it something that needs to, to be explored more or that you need to take more time out to really have an understanding? Because if it is something that's new to you, perhaps you have not yet really come in touch with that part of yourself. that you haven't explored your inner needs enough to be able to know in the moment what it is. And so when you're feeling something, to take a step back, to go for a walk, go take a shower, take five minutes to go lay down, to go grab a, a cup of coffee or a tea or whatever it is that you drink, to feel inwards, what do you need in that moment to try and give yourself a little bit of what you need by taking that time out? It's already fulfilling something in order for you to understand a little bit more about yourself. And then you go back out and you ask for it or you express it. It doesn't always mean that you're going to get what you need, but you're one step closer to being in your truth, of showing yourself, of taking responsibility for your inner world and not outsourcing everything, which causes so much extra grief and emotions for, for no reason. And so that's, that's my, 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 those are my two cents about that dynamic, and it's an ongoing process. They're all invitations, beautiful invitations for us to look deeper into our needs and notice where we're setting all of these expectations, where we're giving our power away and how we can pull that back and really dive deeper 
in to what, what makes us shine, what makes us curious, what has us feeling our own love and safety. And that if we can start giving it to ourselves more and more and more and being clear about what we need in the moment and not always having a loaded, like say, conversation without truth, because it could happen from time to time, of course. We're all human. But when we break it all open and down, it will bring so much more flow to your life and less rigored moments. If you enjoyed this podcast, please rate it a five stars. It helps people find us.